This idea has been quite a long time in the making. We understand the route was first proposed by the friends of Birdie House Burn Valley Park around five years ago. They thought it would be a good complement to the very successful Water of Leith Walk. It would be a priority route for cyclists and walkers, taking them past Craigmiller Castle and the Royal Infirmary, as well as encouraging people all along the route to get out their bikes or walking shoes and enjoy nature on their doorstep. The Trust's project programme manager, Ross Woodside, points out that significant sections are already in place. They just need to be linked together. Certainly down towards the North Sea, towards the Portobello end, coming up towards Nidre, there's a lot of the pathways that are in place already. It becomes a bit more difficult going towards the Pentlands where you have a number of barriers across Lasswade Road, through Birdie House, Burn Valley Park itself, and obviously the bypass is quite a considerable constraint for the project. But I think with time, with planning and with potentially developer contributions, when there's new housing built, it might be something that can be realised further down the line. From a, a local point of view, you'd be coming up from the end of the problem along towards the junction with Milton Road, joining the Brunson Burn Path at that point and then going up towards the Jewel, is that right? That's right, yes. And then once you get to the Jewel Park where, if you carry on straight, it goes towards the Innocent Railway, you turn south and go underneath the railway bridge eh, and that takes you into Nidri, Craig Miller and beyond. Nidri and Craig Miller, they have a lot of safe roads that you can get through. So presumably that's part of the thinking that you would go through that kind of area as opposed to, I think there's just one short stretch where it would actually be on, on the main road. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, there'll be one short section along Midri Mains Road where we would hope to have a kind of shared use path that would be for walking and cycling. And then it would link into either the preferred option for the route is to go along by the burns themselves. Obviously, they have different names all the way along the route. But in this section, it's called the Nidri Burn. And we'd like to go through Huntersall Park, through the green space there. And that's the next aspiration for the project is to have a sealed surface path that goes through there and then links into Little France Drive and on to the hospital and further south towards the Penlands. I know quite a number of people in Portobello who actually work at the hospital, and some of them actually already cycle. So this would actually potentially make it a safer route for them? Definitely. I think it would be a far far safer route, and hopefully you know, less conflict with car users. A lot of it would be on kind of segregated paths. Going back to, you mentioned previously, the kind of Brunston Burn path, you know, that was upgraded a number of years ago by ourselves, and that has made quite a difference. And certain sections of the route we would hope to have lit as well. So it wouldn't just be a spring-summer route. It would be for all year round users just so, and to try to make it as safe as possible, obviously. OK, this is an aspiration at the moment. And a number of councils are kind of strapped for money. No, that's very true. So I think the difficulty is getting funds for any kind of infrastructure paths like this throughout the city. There is the option of applying to Sustrans for funding through their Places for Everyone fund, but that tends to fund 50% of a project. So whichever part of the land it goes through, the majority of this is through council-owned land, but it's obviously some private on council-owned land. You would need to find the 50% match funding for that and that could either be through developer contribution or having some sort of capital budget themselves. But as you say, it is difficult times and has been over the last kind of few years for that. But if you look at Edinburgh Council's 
objectives, cycling is actually a fairly high priority. That's true. And I think the, I'm sure they'll correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I think it's around about 10% of the roads budget goes towards cycling infrastructure. A lot of that is looking at kind of funding projects for kind of segregated use along roads. But certainly I think there's, there's potential for some of that money to be used for other parts of the city, be it greenways, active travel routes. And it's just a case of liaising with them and hopefully getting some of these sections upgraded going forward, the ones that are easier to do quick wins, so to speak, compared to the ones that are maybe a bit harder, more expensive to actually deliver. To what extent will this maybe depend on you getting more publicity? Because if people don't know that this idea exists, they won't be able to put pressure on their councillors. That's exactly true. I think now that the feasibility study has been kind of finished off and confirmed, we did a launch with uh, Sustrans and local councillors in Birdie House Burn Valley Park just as a sign-off for the for the feasibility itself and uh, that obviously got some good promotion at the time but I think it, it, it's key that local councillors ourselves, advocates for the route, the likes of uh, spokes, hopefully would be potentially involved in lobbying I suppose for kind of future funding to go towards this particular route and I think that's key to promote it and to make communities along the route a bit more aware of it and uh, hopefully buy into the whole concept of the route itself. At the same time it hopefully will be a wider remit as well for the whole of the city similar to the Water of Leith walkway being as uh, as well known as it is. Hopefully the Penlis to Portobello route will be similar going down the road. For those of our listeners who actually don't know, what is the Edinburgh and Lothian Green Space Trust? As the name suggests, we're based in Edinburgh, out here at Swanston, but we have a remit for the Edinburgh and Lothians region. And we tend to work on projects primarily around kind of green space. That can be from anything to do with kind of active travel projects that we've done with the Penance to Portobello route, all the way through to doing forest schools with uh, local local primary schools. Sorry, forest schools, what do you mean? That's kind of like outdoor education classes that we can take primary school kids out, secondary school kids, it's primarily for primary school kids, out into the local green space, the woodlands, and we do a kind of number of activities that are kind of, or my team, the community projects officers, work with them. Other projects that we do, we do a bit of tree planting. We've got a project called Tree Time, where local members of the public can donate towards uh, tree planting in Edinburgh. It's a kind of similar seem to a dedication scheme. The council obviously have the park benches scheme that's been running for a number of years, but they're wanting to a dedication scheme for trees where you can adopt a tree and give some money towards that. And that, that money will be utilised to plant more street trees in Edinburgh. So the, the Green Space Trust has a kind of wide, a wide remit, working with numerous community groups, friends of groups, councils for delivering kind of a green space improvements throughout the city and the region. OK, just... Finally, to get back to the proposals for this Pentlands to Porty walking route, cycling route, what kind of timescale would your aspiration be in terms of actually getting something all the way? I think the, the big difficulty that uh, we have really is the link that goes under the bypass. I think that's going to be a particularly problematic route, but there's ways to circumvent that by going on street in some sections, but ultimately... 
the idea for the strategic route all the way through is to go under the bypass and that has a, an element of cost associated with it with the difficulty but I would say it could be similar to the the Waterleith walkway I think that took a number of decades to finally be realized all the way through from the source uh, through to the the shore and I think it would be a similar thing for this particular route but certainly the smaller smaller sections that are easily upgradable, like Hunters Hall Park, that we'll be hopefully doing over the next couple of years, will make the route at least be able to be signed and promoted as a route in the next five, ten years. Apparently the ballpark figure for sorting out the engineering challenge of getting the path underneath the city bypass could well top £1 million. But he stresses that's for the future, part of the long-term goal of having a path run all the way from the Pentlands to Portie.